Hello and welcome to another episode of the Eunice Ajim Show. My name is Eunice Ajim and I'm your host. And we are going through a series around investing in African tech startups. And the first question is how do you choose the right company in which to invest in? But before I even get to that question, how do you find those companies? How do you find deal flow? Um, I personally think there are definitely a couple of strategies and we're going to look at both. If you are an angel investor, I have said this and I will say it again, the best way to go about it is by joining an angel syndicate so they do all the hard work for you and you don't have to do it. You don't have to figure out a way to... Um, get that deal flow because investing in your little cousin's business just because she's your little cousin and she's so hardworking might not be the best decision okay but then if you are a vc and i'll take very specific examples for myself at Ajim capital we have two strategies we have what we call the inbound strategy and we have an outbound strategy in the last one year and a half, we have reviewed over 3,500 decks. That's a lot of companies. And it's because in our inbound strategy, we do a lot of marketing. There's a reason we create content. Like I've mentioned earlier, we have two clients. We have investors and we have founders. And the only way founders who know that you exist is by promoting yourself. So we create a lot of content around building a strong tech company, around um, fundraising, um, around like investing in Africa, like this particular video. Um, and I think a lot of founders typically find us through LinkedIn or Twitter or just like social media in general. And then the more they research about us, they realize that we're a venture capital fund. And we've also made it very accessible for them to be able to pitch us literally everyone on social media says pitch us but i think founders tend to like not go the right way about doing this because they always end up sliding in my dms or sending me an email which is the wrong way to reach out in, to investors at least to Agile capital different investors have different ways um to attract deal flow for us we recommend that you go through our website click on the pitch us and then send us an application we review every single application and in fact 80 percent of companies that we've invested to date were companies that were referred or like applied on our website and we just enjoyed their companies and decided to invest the other strategy is our outbound strategy so typically this is when we collaborate with a lot of other investors so we're pretty much connected to all the incubators accelerator programs angel syndication all the other vcs that are out there and we're always communicating with them and saying if you have an amazing deal that you think match our thesis please let us know and we do the same to them. So we also send them some of our top performing companies when we're investing in a deal. We typically have a network of investors that we share that deal with. And that is a great way to attract the best companies because guess what? A lot of these investors have already done a good amount of due diligence and you just have to do your own part of due diligence. Another way um, that we look into our outbound strategies like when 
we're always on the lookout for like accelerator programs so like Texas, YC, 500 Global, Baoba Network, Founder Factory Africa, like all of these other programs that I really focus on um, investing in early stage companies, which is our targeted market. We're typically like attending the demo days. We are always in contact with them. Um, so like check out your portfolio company, Google for startups um, and so many others. So that is how you find the flow. And I think even as an angel investor or like as an individual investor, you can start using these different strategies to be able to like attract the deals that you're looking for. Um, but if you're looking at investing through a venture capital fund, you don't have to do all of that because we do the hard part for you. So how do you construct a portfolio? It pretty much brings us back to the fact that investing in startups is very risky and typically over 90% of startups fail. Um, and in the venture capital space, or at least in the startup ecosystem, um, us VCs, we have what we call the portfolio construction, which pretty much means that here are the number of companies that you have the intention of investing in and Here's your expectation or your future projections. Here's how much money you want to own into those companies. And here's how you plan on returning capital to your investors. I think when you want to go out and also start investing on your own, you have to have a formula. As of today, we have seen two formulas in the ecosystem that works. We have one that is called the power law. And then we have another one that is called the spray and pray. <laughs> I personally think both models have the advantages and the disadvantages. And I think it's dependent on every single investor to know which one works best for them. If you are going through the power law, which the power law essentially means or at least I wouldn't say means in my interpretation of the power law is you're typically investing in a smaller set of companies. Um, on average, you're looking at 20 to maybe like 30 companies and um, you want to have as much equity into those companies. You have your initial capital deployed and then you have what we call follow on funding so if you have a 10 million dollar fund you can say i'm allocating 40 percent into initial check sizes and then the remaining 60 percent into follow-on funding and the idea of the power law is initially saying that i do the initial check size into a very small subset of companies and then i look at my top performing companies and focus on doing follow-ons into those companies um, I actually have a funny story, not a funny story, but like right now in this current market, as we're going through, um, I would say like a VC downturn or like challenging market environments. <laughs> um, we have realized that a lot of VCs are not doing initial checks. They're doing a lot more follow-ons. And it's probably because they're pretty much finish deploying that capital and now they're really just looking at the top performing portfolio companies seeing the ones that are performing the best and then like calling them literally i was speaking to one of my portfolio companies a few days ago and he was saying that like he had been trying to like raise a seed extension and he pretty much gave up because the market was so crazy and then out of nowhere um one of the seed investors just called him and said 
hey would you like to like have extra money because um you know he has to deploy the follow-on funding and the reason why he would do that is again like he's just trying to get as much equity of this top performing company as he possibly can so i actually encourage that founder to like go back to all of his investors and just say hey here's how we're doing will you guys be interested in doing follow-on um into our current company i actually think it's a great strategy if you found a fundraising right now and you already have some investors i would highly recommend you go back to your investors that have a follow-on strategy because not every investor have a follow-on strategy and that leads also as pray and pray the spray and pray model i think it has received a lot of critics by other investors in the past but i personally think if you're an early stage investor especially too in the african market where like it's still fairly early there's a lot of there are a lot of options out there i would actually recommend a spray and pray model maybe with some moderation and which is kind of what agim capital is doing so we don't plan on doing typically spray and pray model means that you invest in a hundred plus companies which is a lot of companies to manage um, but if you have the right team and uh, the, the really like the right mindset you can pull it off i mean a lot of the big companies that we know of today are all spray and pray model i mean why is this a spray and pray 500 global is a spray and pray um and a lot of early stage vcs actually use this model to be able to return their fund which is go out there invest in as many companies as you possibly can um with the hopes that the power law model says that you're pretty much putting a lot of your bet on the smallest subset of companies as they grow older the spray and pray model says that if i'm investing in a hundred companies right i know that even if 90 percent of my companies were to fail there's still a high chance that i have 10 top performing companies Whereas if you were doing a 25 company investment, if 90% of that fail, you're pretty much betting on like two to maybe three companies, which um, makes it a little bit more challenging, in my opinion, um, if those companies end up failing. So I think a little bit of like spray and pray with some moderation. So for us at Agim Capital right now, we're targeting anything between 60 to 80 companies over the next two to three years. And um, I think that is an interesting strategy. How do you construct a portfolio? I gave you very detailed information. I, I didn't go into like much details on like you also want to account for like how much ownership you want to own into these companies. When you're doing the spray and pray models, I'll say typically you own about one to three percent per company. When you're doing a more the power law, you can typically expect to own anything between five to fifteen percent of your top performing companies. Um, okay, that is it. Well, I hope you found this podcast episode somewhat interesting and useful um and i hope you have a blessed day and you are living your best version of the african dream thank you